European-based company, and really what it comes down to is, do I want to spend you know four, six, seven thousand dollars a month on a couple BDRs, or I can actually deploy your solution? And let's say, hey, what if your solution didn't work for me? I'm, right now, it's easier for me to call you up and say, hey, Chad, we're not going to do this again. But if I have one or two BDRs, I got to fire. That becomes heart wrenching. That's also costly. There's also litigation. I'm telling you, it's easier to make a mistake with AI than it is easier to make a mistake with a human. You know. Cheers. AI for sales is kind of a hot topic in today's day and age. Yep. How how would you define it? Whether it's you personally or market source, you know, how do you think of this thing called AI for sales? Yeah, a couple of ways, and it is here. Um, I, I I agree. It's been talked about, maybe overhyped and even overpromised, but it's here now. I we're seeing it. So, the way I define it, and my peers here at Market Source define it, is we look at uh, when we look at productivity for our reps. We look at red time and green time. Red time are non-sales activities. So administrative activities you have to do by you know, updating your CRM, uh, doing research on your accounts. Those are not sales activities. Sales activities are conversations, right? And so that's green time. So whenever we're researching technology and making our reps most productive, especially when it comes to AI, is we want AI to reduce the red time away from the reps so that they can spend more green time. Right now, studies say that sales reps are spending, what, 35, 36% of their time in actual sales activities. And I think that's true. Well, AI, we believe, can actually increase those sales activities. You know, a good friend of both yours and mine, Joel Lebon, he describes it, and I agree with him, where AI is used for all the hard skills that reps like uh, are doing, such as sending emails, maybe LinkedIn connections, or updating CRM, or doing research, and then what you want your reps using are their soft skills, their human skills, their active listening skills, their communication skills, their relationship building skills, the human-to-human interaction. Well, AI should remove the hard skills from the reps' jobs so that they can use more of their soft skills. So I like how Joel describes it as well. So those are the two ways I describe AI. How do you define AI for sales coaching? What do you think of when we talk about it? Well, I mean, what I think about for sales coaching specifically is that AI uh, can extend our ability to observe. Um, You know, one of the hardest parts about developing the talent of your people as a sales leader is knowing how they're really doing the work when you're not there. Um, so having the ability, a little bit of insight into how they're having common conversations, you know, early discovery and need development conversations or conversations with customers about, um, you know, why we're competitively different. If I don't hear it or hear or see that live, it's really difficult for me to give feedback to a salesperson that's going to help him or her get any better. So... Well, it's great to be here. I'm, I'm glad you're on the call. AI for sales is kind of taken on a meaning of its own, depending on what company you're with. Um, how would you define it at a high level? Obviously, you talked conversation intelligence and you talked a little bit about your view. How, what do you think of when you think of those three words? Yeah, I think of aiding the sales process or activities within the sales process. Like, how can you do things better? How can you do things faster? 
How can you do things cheaper? How can you add a multiplier effect? So just in the two examples I gave earlier, I'm making more calls than ever before using AI, and we're using a technology to help improve the quality of the calls at the same time. So talk about a multiplier effect. The quality and the quantity are both going up at the same time, and surprise, surprise, pipeline's exploding, and I've got more proposals out than, like I said, I've had in years. So because everybody was mentioning different things and as a B2B marketers, I kind of segment them and give each one of them a persona. And what I have realized is like, there are multiple people are incredibly pessimistic. When I mentioned AI, they immediately went to the dark side. Oh, are you talking about the Terminator or the jobs? You know, the, the AI is eventually gonna take over our jobs, that kind of stuff. And I call them your right and then there are people that are incred incredibly optimistic and they talking about r2d2 they talking about data from star trek and i was like this is great they are my tigger and of course when you had the picture of the human shaking the hand of the bot and you said who's wearing the pants in the relationship with the ai because the ai can start to tell you when to do right when do i wake up in the morning when do i brush yep. my teeth yep when i didn't hear you mention that i saw that i keep getting notices on i'm a skier well there's an ai that'll go in your bottom of your boot and it will tell you even while you're skiing hey you need to edge more you need to lean back lean more you. yeah is that amazing the ai telling you but guess what i'm I'm ready to relinquish that level of control to a right? If I can ski better, I'll spend the 250 bucks. Yeah, that's one thing about artificial intelligence. In a way, it's not necessarily a physical robot. It's basically a software or machine learning algorithm that embedded to software, right? And if you actually think about everything that you do can have some sort of software embedded to it to make that device or make that tool a little bit more intelligent. And that yeah. is basically yeah. the essence of artificial intelligence in the current world. It's literally software or the machine learning algorithms that build into devices and help you uh, make your life better and more productive.